This is the Learning About Dogs podcast featuring Kay Lawrence of Learning About Dogs. And hey there, I'm Sue McGuire, host and producer of this podcast. Have you ever heard the saying, you need to walk before you run? Yeah, goes with dogs too. I always kind of joke around with my clients that I don't think there's anybody in class that has a hard time teaching their dog to be fast. It's teaching them to be a little slower in their movements and be more purposeful. And it kind of made my heart sore when I saw that not only do you like to teach walk before all else, but what information can you get or glean from teaching a good walk? What are you looking for? It's a bit like, um, you know, when we're young, you do everything fast. <laughs> so you're going out in the car and you're six years old, your mother opens the front door, you run to the car. Yes. Even when you're getting out of the car, you run into the school. So everything's like the destination and just get there in your way. It doesn't matter how you do it. You're going to do it fast. And that's almost the same with the puppies. You know, they see another dog, they run up to it. Oh, this does. So they're, they're living in a sort of let's, in a true sense, react to everything and go, oh, I want to do that. I want to chase that. And I want to go and see this. And, you know, it's like taking a child to a museum. They're sort of dashing from one thing to another to have a look at it. Then as we get older, we start to realize that you probably need to assess situations before you rush at them. That's quite good. Mm -hmm. And then when you get a bit older still, you start to realize that the way you move has an impact because you're going to do this behavior thousands and thousands of times over your life. And if you don't move well, you will pay the price later on. So um, I used to have a habit of sitting on the sofa on one leg. You know, it's a bit of a, latest thing where you just tuck one leg under and then sit down on it mm -hmm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. yep but that now i'm paying the price because that knee is like mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know? but it used to be the most comfortable way for me to sit especially on what i call man deep sofas yeah you know sofas deep. have a certain depth to them so the only way i could actually sit and rest my back on the sofa was to tuck one leg under and hooch back you know so when i bought my own first sofa at the right depth i don't need to do that but I'm still paying the price for doing that or tucking your legs under your chair when you're sitting a certain way or bad shoes. Most of us probably wore those shoes that were absolute killers, but they looked really good, <laughs> but you didn't walk well. Yes. And you will pay the price. Your body will pay the price mm -hmm. for it. But then there's also the aspect of the way you walk has an immediate effect on the person you're walking towards. Yeah, the way you walk. So the style of your walk would convey your emotional state at that time. Uh -huh. You know, yeah. are you browsing or are you walking with purpose? And we do a little test I used to do this in my classes where you have to learn to walk with purpose, not fast, not speedy, but with intent. So when you go to the supermarket and you turn around that aisle at the top and you've got your trolley, I want you to try and go from one end of that aisle to the other walking slowly but with very strong intent that you will not deviate from your path you're not going to deliberately crash into everybody but as you go along people will notice you out the corner of their eye and move aside because of the intent in the way you're walking okay it works it's okay. very very powerful so again we used to use this quite a bit in crowds at the airport if you're wearing uniform and you focus on the very far distance of the building and you walk with purpose people won't talk to you and they'll move out your way. If you look at people and you go, oh, excuse me, excuse me, could you move out the way? You'll be struggling as you go through this crowd all the time. So the same has an effect 
on the dogs or somebody can walk into a pub or a restaurant and just have that walk and everyone's going oh yeah they'll notice it so the dogs can have the same effect they can walk in a way that says i'm really comfortable and i'm just browsing and i have no interest in you whatsoever even though you're giving me the fish eye or i'm with my person and my person's fine and we're together you know there's so much expression in the way the dog holds their body when they walk that walk becomes a very important expression and a need for the dog to be able to do it well yes to be able to walk in a relaxed fashion to be able to walk with intent to be able to speed up and slow down alter their balance as they're walking walk to a stop that's controlled as opposed to bang and just you know not not be in balance when they stop and all of that gives information out to another dog yes whether they're tense worried uncertain you know or looking for trouble it's interesting. so that walk is a key thing it's interesting I, I guess i'm of the school of that gosh this is something you have to, i i just thought that would come naturally and you would mm. only go in there if you noticed something weak on one side or not but not necessarily huh, huh. well no um <laughs> i mean dogs know how looking- to walk <laughs> yes but some of them are appalling at managing their bodies huh. yes so so um if you look at 16 week old puppies especially males i mean poor todd you know he would often walk and dribble at the same time and i'm like okay okay let's go outside because you're piddling as you go you know you can see oh am i oh i didn't notice that you know so that's a sort of a puberty thing okay you know if you watch a young man of 17 yeah walk yeah it's it's not a pretty sight is it you know <laughs> unless they are trained and structured to be aware of how they walk it's just a sort of like let's get from a to b yeah elbows and knees where are their hands yeah what are their arms doing what's their chin doing what's their shoulders you know they'll slouch no no no, you know um so the way you walk should be physically good for you for for longevity and repetition of that movement and the more animated your spine is when you're walking the benefit more benefit it is to you you know that whole you know how a model walks mm-hmm. where they um overextend f- from so the left leg would go over in front of the right foot you know so everything's twisting in a sort of an opposing direction so it gets a lot of mobility through the body that's that strut yes that's that oh look at this mm-hmm. but that's a physically powerful walk and you're engaging all your muscles as you walk so then the puppy wants to carry something or the young male dog wants to carry something or the young man wants to walk alongside a woman and he finds he can't alter his stride because he's always walked with blokes and he's always taken big steps and he doesn't bend his foot at all. He just happens to land with his foot dead on the ground. Now he's walking alongside a bird and he takes three steps and stops because she's taking smaller steps in her high heel shoes. Mm-hmm. He hasn't learned to alter his walk. He hasn't uh-huh. learned to change his stride. And therefore his love life is never going to happen. So... <laughs> <laughs> okay, we divert about. I've been out with one of them. He would just walk and stop, walk and stop, walk and stop. And I said, "Can't you walk shorter steps?" Yeah, I mean, oh. because I'm extending as much as I can here, buddy. Exactly. Yes. There's a foot difference between the two of us. It's a bit of incompatibility going on yes. here. My walk is not your speed. Oh, absolutely not. You know, it's like the the person adult walking a six year old child. Yeah. What speed do we go along at? Does the child kind of hurry, 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 yeah, or can the adult that. slow yeah. down? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so so that walk has. A good walk is is full of skill, physical adaptation, awareness, mobility, strength, you know. And 
yes, a dog can get from A to B on the mechanism of walking, but that doesn't mean they walk well. And sometimes I find myself slopping along, particularly in slippers or crocs, and I go, uh -uh, walk straight. I'm only picking the post up, coming back from the post box, but I can walk well. And then when you walk well, you engage all your muscles. So the walk becomes like an exercise. And I want the dogs to be able to have that same thing as well. So if I'm walking them on the cup on a stick, what I'm looking for is that full engagement of their spine and awareness of where they're placing each foot as they're going along. Here's one, here's another, here's another. And that rhythm that they'll develop. And that's what they're getting the reinforcement for. So it's a little bit exaggerated because they're following the cup on the stick. They're being lured by the food that they're going to get, but they're building their strength in the way they move. Mm -hmm. I, I And this is to, to really encourage people to take the cup on a stick because I think that it's Helen, or maybe you have it in the Build the Lure course where you have actually video of uh, Helen Randall, one of our dear friends, mm. with her, mm. the difference you see in her dog learning how to walk to engage, well. To walk, yes. It's yes, really yes. significant. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And even when you're walking, you know, just walking the dog on a curve, is the dog's, you know, most of us don't have identical hips. So, you know, dogs rarely have that equal hip balance on both sides. So the curve you're walking the dog on, you know, the, the legs on the outside of the curve will be taking a slightly longer stride than the ones on the inside. The muscles down the side of their ribs will be extending that bit more on mm -hmm. that curve. Mm -hmm. So by walking the dogs on different patterns, we exercise and build muscles that may be less developed on one side or the other due to the dog's skeletal structure. So you can actually build up quite a lot of therapeutic exercise in just walking. Yes, not in trotting, in just walking, okay. just be able to get the yeah. dog to extend their body correctly as they move. And yes, you will see physical shape change in the dog as they do, but you see the same in people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You see the same in people. Yeah. Good shoes. Yeah. And if you're interested in some very cool learning opportunities, be sure to check out the episode notes for links to courses. Thanks for listening.